When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon, the Indianapolis Colts. They lose today in Nashville to the Titans 25-16. This is the way it goes. This is what I do. Look, I'm not going to have two bad things happen in the same afternoon. So the Colts lose to the Titans. Me, I'm going to Sundays to get myself a chocolate malt. I'm rewarding myself because I didn't lose, right? We didn't lose. You didn't lose. Do something good for you today. I'm going to get a chocolate malt. It's a Sunday It's a football Sunday. I'm going to watch a late games. I'm not going to think about the Colts and their loss to the Tennessee Titans, but we're going to talk about that right now. The loss. Look, this is a team without a lot of dynamism. That's just the way it is. On the outside, not dynamic players. On the inside, not dynamic players. Naheem Hines, every once in a while, shows some dynamism. Jonathan Taylor can get a little bit dynamic. Carson Wentz. When he moves his feet, he can do that, but he couldn't move his feet today. Those ankles are shot. That's the way it goes. The Colts won the turnover battle today, 3-0, and still lost this game by nine points by two possessions because they can't stop teams and they can't score in the red zone. That's just the way it works. Defense is not good enough. Defense was good enough today. Overall, the defense is not good enough. And once you get guys like Kari Willis hurt, who's kind of that safety net tackle guy. When Kari Willis leads his team in tackling, that's a bad sign. They're not fun to watch. It's no fun to watch a team lose, that's for sure. I don't think, you know what, this is a really mediocre football team. They are mediocre all over the field. They are not great anywhere. That's just the way it is. You know, like game plans always look like crap when you, uh, when you lose, and especially when you average 5.2 yards per passing attempt. That's not good. Today, they did control, for the most part, Derrick Henry. All right, Derrick Henry today, 28 rushes, 113 yards, 4.0 yards per carry. That's that's better than the Colts have done in a long time. The last four times the Colts have played Derrick Henry. What did Derrick Henry do? He averaged better than five yards per carry. Ryan Tannehill, though, three carries, 58 yards, and they were all humongous. Those were huge carries, moved the sticks. If, you, if you've if you bottled everything else up, you've bottled up Derrick Henry, you, Brown played this much, right? And then I think the offensive line was terrible today, i got to tell you the truth. Um, and then you've got Julio Jones sitting for a good portion of the second half. You know what you got? You got a game you should win against the Titans and the Colts 
didn't, you fell asleep. Hey, good for you taking a nap, Van. No question about that. Wednesday, I said they'd win. They had a good chance to win. I, I make no apologies for that. Although, I did tell you that the under was money in the bizank, and it was. Um, Wentz today, 19 of 37 for 194 yards. But like I said, 5.2 yards per attempt. You cannot win in the NFL throwing the ball for that kind of yardage. And nothing downfield until late in the game. They tried to throw that one ball over the top of Janoris Jenkins to Michael Pittman, which I applaud because Janoris Jenkins, at his best, wasn't any damn good. Michael Pittman allowed the ball to get to Janoris Jenkins' helmet. Boink. That's no good. Uh, Quentin Nelson gets hurt today. That's not a good thing. Hopefully he can get back out there. And I don't want to speculate upon injuries, but I know a little bit of something about ankles. And the way he looked at his ankle, I thought he cracked his fibula, to tell you the truth, because it just feels different from a sprain. Initially, if you've got ankle issues, you think, oh, man, sprained my ankle again. And then it doesn't, fit, it doesn't feel like a sprain. And when he looked at it, I thought, oh, cracked, cracked fibula. But then he was still on his foot, uh, you know, on the sidelines. So I don't think it was a cracked fibula. I think my speculation in the moment was inaccurate. Uh, how about Bobby Okariki changing the pronunciation of his name to Okarike? Okarike. I think that's what uh, Andrew Catalan was saying. In the beginning, I was like, how are you mispronouncing this guy's name? And then he explained that the Colts media staff said that uh, they had spoken to Bobby, and Bobby said, yeah, you guys have been mispronouncing my name since I got here. So there you go. Uh, you know what? Play a little bit better, and then you got something. Uh, don't worry about your name. Darius Leonard, the pick, good. Then he fumbled. Then he fell on the fumble. So he gets an interception, and he gets fumble recovery. That's maximizing your touches for positivity in the uh, stat category. Kenny Moore with an interception. Rocky Yassin with a fumble recovery. Those things were good for the Colts. The offense, man, the offense is just not good. And I can kind of see, I, it's really hard to judge uh, Carson Wentz based upon his performance today because he's dealing with those ankles. That's not easy. He went out, he gutted it out. He played as well as he could. But you know what? Like, his inability to read and then let go of the football is problematic, man. This is a uh, this is a problem. Watching him play, he just stands there. He's got Naheem Hines over here wide open. He's got Jack Doyle over there wide open. And he just doesn't read the field correctly somehow or another. Eagles fans told us before the season, you'll see. And I think we're starting to, even though it's hard to look at Carson Wentz, a game like this where he's got two shot ankles and and evaluate his level of play but so far whether he's got good ankles or bad he just not playing very good football and is not moving the ball downfield as you need to to keep a defense honest the titans defense they were able to do some things up front that i didn't think they were capable of and on the other side that offensive line is hot garbage and the colts Really couldn't take tremendous advantage of that. Okariki got the one sack. That was good. But other than that, uh, that Quiddy Pay going down, that's not good. So the injury situation for the Colts continues to get worse. Pay with that hamstring, not good. Uh, and Wentz has always looked that way. 
uh, play, play Eason, keep the number one draft pick. Eason, now the third quarterback, Hundley moves into that backup slot. You go to the Dolphins this coming week, and you play against Jacoby Brissett. you got to be able to win that game. And then you go to Baltimore. I, I don't feel good about I don't feel good about that game. <laughs> you know, Lamar Jackson, if you can't keep Ryan Tannehill from running for 58, what is going to happen when Lamar Jackson sees a seam in the pass rush of the uh, of the Indianapolis Colts? I shudder to think what is going to happen. Yeah, those pesky Eagles fans. I can't stand them. Honest to God, I think they live a shallow life, these Eagles fans. They're always looking at the negative. We try to look at the positive here. Not a lot of positive today. The loss by nine, if you bet the Titans, you got a positive. If you've got Rodrigo Blankenship on your fantasy team, kind of a positive. He missed that 51-yarder late or whatever it was. Uh, win- oh, they're going to win two games. Look, they play four against the Texans and the Jaguars. You're going to win those games, right? You're going to beat the Jets. That's 5-12 and 12 right there at worst. So, yeah, you can't lose to Brissett. There's six wins right there. No, Frank's not on the hot seat. He signed an extension like two months ago. He's not on the hot seat. Come on. Like, that. that's that's crazy. Um, you know, that, I'm sure Jim Irsay isn't happy, but you've got to believe in what you're doing. No matter what it is that you're doing, if you're the owner of an NFL franchise, you got to believe until you don't believe. And the minute you don't believe, you got to fire guys. So as long as Frank Reich is the coach, he's going to be the coach. And, and the plan is to keep him as a coach. And that's the same with Chris Ballard. I am not in agreement with Chris Ballard as to how to construct a roster, though. If you build from the inside out and your outside really isn't very good, you aren't going to be able to take advantage of having good insides, right? Like, I understand it defensively. You want to build a good defensive line so you can put pressure on a quarterback with four. you got to be able to do that, right? However, if you don't have corners who can play dead, you got real problems. And then if you got a safety like Kari Willis, who, who really isn't very good against a wide receiver, I don't know what she got. What she got on this team, you got a lot of fourth-round draft picks running around, third and fourth-round draft picks, and then you've got a bunch of second-rounders who are having difficulty staying on the field. That is not good. Arch Manning, 2024. Hey, no, 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 no. Arch Manning is a class of 23 kid going to college, so he's going to be a, a freshman at the end of the class of 24. You're talking about 26 or 27 when he comes out. That's a ways off. Blow it up. You know what? Frank Reich has made the playoffs two of his three years, and he's had a rotating door at quarterback the entire time. He's also never had anything close to a healthy roster, and I'm not going to make a bunch of excuses for Frank Reich, but Frank Reich is so far away from being the problem here, you can't see it. You want to blame it on Matt Eberflus? And, and that silly defensive scheme, you go ahead. You want to blame it on Chris Ballard, you can do that too. Uh, because building from the inside out just didn't work, and you've got to have dynamism on the outside. And if you don't have that, you don't have anybody who can make plays because your inside's good. We just went over that, right? But Reich, Reich's been fine 
I got no problem with Frank Reich. I got no problem with Marcus Brady. If you don't have dynamic play and dynamic players, you are going to have a difficult time scoring in the red zone. And that's right. Red zone play was horrible. Why can't we score in the red zone? Because we don't have talented football players. It's that simple. When you've got Andrew Luck and you had T.Y. Hilton in his prime, you got a chance to score in the red zone. You've had running backs who can play a little bit. What you've got now, I love Jonathan Taylor too, so you've kind of got a running back, but it's awful hard for him to do stuff if teams can load up with eight and nine in the box. Hey, I'm not saying that Wentz is the answer. I think we're getting an education, a real clear education about who and what Carson Wentz is. Jonathan Taylor isn't getting touches because you've got eight guys in the box. Where the hell is he going to run? It's like getting into the men's room at Knicks on a Friday night, right? A lot of, a lot of guys in the way. It's like getting to the tough at Wrigley Field during a sellout. It's in the seventh inning after guys have had, you know, a beer and inning. It's tough to get to the trough. So, <laughs> Frank Reich's an informant for the Titans. You guys are psychotic. Uh, he didn't get benched. It, it, what are you going to do? You're down nine with three minutes left. You can't give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. You got no timeouts. There's no way you can move the ball down the field, even if they have nobody in the box. They're going to keep you in bounds. The clock's going to expire, and you got no chance to win. So, what do you guys? Yeah, I don't think Wentz can throw guys open. Wentz tends to throw it to guys as the window's closing, and that's a problem. Yes, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan today, ten carries, sixty-four yards. So we played playoff teams for the first three weeks, held our own. Uh, yeah, I, Cam Newton. Why isn't he on a roster? It's got to be his decision, right? Somebody had signed his ass. Um, the penalty on the punt was the whole game. The penalty on the punt wasn't good, but they didn't score on that drive. That was a drive that ended with Rocky Asin grabbing up the fumble and returning it a little bit. So while that the penalty on Zaire Franklin could have been really, really deleterious, it actually wasn't. It wound up being okay. Other penalties, not so good. How do you fix the Colts? I, I think that you've gotta, you got to figure out, look, I love trading down as a principle. All right, trade down from three to six, and you pick up 30-whatever, and and then the next year you get Rocky seen with the 34th overall pick or whatever. I love trading down, but at some point you got to say, we need this guy to drive what we got. We need dynamic play somehow or another. You look at the way the Colts were built before, all right? You drafted this really, really nice, all right, in in – 96, 97, 98, 99. The Colts drafted Tarek Glenn, or uh, Marvin Harrison, then Tarek Glenn, then Peyton Manning, then Edger and James. Nice series of drafts, right? They had high picks in all of those drafts, number one in 98, and what, number five in 99, right? Yeah, Wentz, Wentz does not adjust to pressure as well as we would like. Newton, yes. Wait a minute. Cam Newton can carry the ball in the red zone and go get positive yards. All right, if you got first and goal from the one and you put Cam Newton in the game, 
you are going to get into the end zone. That's going to happen. So at least you would have that covered. And that's important. All right. You know what? We'll talk about this tomorrow. We'll talk about the Indiana win last night, too. They beat Western Kentucky. Jeez. Almost got beat. What the hell is going on in Bloomington? I swear to God. Anyway, we'll talk about it. Breakfast with Kent. Bright and early tomorrow, either right at about 7 or right around then. It's always around 7. I'm going to go get a milkshake or a malt at Sundays down here at 79th and Fall Creek. I can't wait to... <laughs> Western Kentucky's a tough team. Everybody's tough against the Hoosiers, baby, except Idaho. Talk to you tomorrow morning.